0: just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to the Earth Keepers podcast. If you're listening in live time, which is May of 2022, we just closed our first eclipse portal of the year over the weekend. There has been some intense solar storms over the past few weeks, along with it. And oh boy, am I even feeling it. The energy of every eclipse season is different for each person, but I've found for me over the past few weeks being called to purge, release, and rearrange things in my personal space. It was all very rooted in the 3D. I cleaned out my garage, letting go of items that were taking up space or that I hadn't used in years. I released some furniture that I've been dragging around from house to house for a decade that didn't really fit in my new house. And by new house, I mean my new house that I moved into five years ago this summer. So yeah, for me, this past month has been all about clearing out stagnant energy to make room for new things to come in. And amidst all that active energy, I've also had a few days of utter exhaustion where it was difficult to get anything done at all. So if there's anything I've learned over these past few years of intense energy work, it's to work when you have the energy and rest when you don't. The more we can go with the flow, the more everything happens in perfect timing. Now, with that being said, if you are feeling the energy this week, I hope you're all signed up for my free live event tomorrow. Don't forget that Earth Tending, Healing with the Spirits of the Land, is on Wednesday, May 18th at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. It's going to be part workshop and part practice session. First, I'm going to share more about who the Spirits of the Land actually are, why they want to work with us, and what happens when we team up for healing. Then we'll talk about why the land needs healing at all. I mean, if the Spirits know what needs to be done, what do they need us for anyway? I know it's easy to think that we can't possibly be that useful or that we don't know what we're doing, but I promise you, we humans are integral to the healing process, even if we have to fumble around a little bit to figure it out. And finally, I'll share some specific methods for doing healing work with the land, like how does this even all work? And after that, I'll take us on a guided journey to connect with the spirits of the land and experience what it's like for you to do healing work with them. I'm really excited to share this experience with you, so I hope that you can join me. Set a reminder on your phone for tomorrow, Wednesday, May 18th at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. You do need to register in advance to get the Zoom link and all the details, so click the link in the show notes to sign up if you haven't already. The workshop is totally free, and as a thank you for signing up, you'll get a coupon code to join me in the Earth Tenders Academy for $111 off the regular price through May 25th. And since you still have one more week to use your coupon, I'm going to continue this little mini-series here on the podcast all about the Earth Tenders Academy. Now, I know I mention it each and every week, but I don't always have the time to do a deep dive and share more about what you can expect when you become an Earth Tender. Even though the course is open year-round and you can join any I'm going to be hosting live calls weekly in June and July to lead you through some of the key journeys from the course and answer your questions in lifetime. So now is the perfect time to join us if you think you'd like me to walk with you through the Earth Tenders Academy week by week. If you missed last week's episode, I shared a much more big picture overview of what the Earth Tenders Academy is and what you can expect when you join. It's is so much more than an online course. In fact, it's encoded with the frequencies needed to trigger your own remembrance of this wisdom at exactly the right time and in the exact right way for you. Your guides, your ancient ancestors, and the spirits of the land where you live will all co-create this experience with you. And it's different for each and every person. I'm here more as a guide walking you through a framework that's meant to awaken your own inner knowing. So today, I want to zoom in and give you a closer look on what you're going to find inside the Earth Tenders Academy Level 1. Next week, we'll talk about Level 2, but both levels are included automatically when you join. Now, what you'll find within this container will be unique to you, of course, and I can't wait to hear all about it. But let me share the magical curriculum that we'll walk through together. As I mentioned, the course is split into two levels. And level one is the foundation for doing energy work. You're never going to hear me say that there is only one way to do something when it comes to this work. The fabric of the universe that we live in is very flexible and open to suggestion. And when you add your intention to whatever it is you're doing, that's generally all that's needed to get the job done. However, there are some important pieces to understand about how these liminal realms work and interact with us. Because the spirits in these realms know and understand how to interact with us. And by and large, our culture has not taught us how to understand and know how to work with them. That's where we can get ourselves into some sticky situations. Now, on the one hand, there's nothing you can do in the spirit world that you can't subsequently undo if you aren't happy with the outcome. But in some cases, if you can save yourself the trouble up front by following some general guidelines, that's going to make your life a little bit easier. Now I'm being reminded right now about when my grandmother first got a computer. She had never used one before and she didn't know how it worked. So after my dad set it all up for her, and I'm sure showed her how to get on the internet and check her email, he left. And she decided that she wanted to know more about the computer and what it did. So she pushed every single button and probably a few buttons at the same time. Now, for the most part, it's not like anything terrible happened. She didn't break the computer, but there were a whole bunch of settings that got messed up and it wasn't working right anymore. She had to have someone who knew a bit more about computers, probably my dad, come over and fix it. I'm pretty sure that's the last time she pushed all of the buttons. But we can have similar experiences in the spirit world. On the one hand, we need our curiosity to explore and see what happens when we push this button or push that button. If we're too afraid to push any buttons, then we'll never get any of the amazing experiences that we can have when we journey into the unknown. But if nobody's really explained how it works before we push a bunch of buttons, we may need some help to get all of the settings put back in a way that makes working in the liminal realms a bit more comfortable going forward. And that's what we're doing in Level 1 of the Earth Tenders Academy. It's kind of like the computer class my grandmother should have taken before she pushed a bunch of buttons. Now, even if you've been working in the spirit realm for years, you'll probably still find something of value in these lessons, as I share from the specific perspective of working with the spirits of the land, which can be similar but also different from mediumship work, for instance. Level one is going to give you a really strong framework for working with spirit in any fashion in your life going forward. And it's what I found is missing in a lot of other online courses I've taken. There's an assumption that everyone has this basic knowledge before working in the liminal realms, and then everyone jumps right into traveling to other dimensions or channeling the spirits. Now, hopefully in that case, the teacher or facilitator is holding a safe container for the group to do this work. But what about when the course ends? Are you able to do it for yourself? Did the facilitator explain what was needed to create that space or use language and terms that you understood? Oftentimes, the answer is no. So you may have had some amazing experiences or insight while working specifically with that person, but you're not able to carry it into your day-to-day life. And I don't want that to be the case. I want you to know exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, and then experience it for yourself so that you can then create your own magical journeys using your own language and imagination but from the foundation of understanding what it is you want to accomplish and why it's needed does that make sense that's why i created level 1 much like a shamanic journey we set an intention we prepare for the journey we set a safe container and then we do the work before retracing our steps back to where we began so We start level one with an introduction to earth tending. What is it? Why do we do it? And some background information and history on shamanism and animism. After that, we talk about frequency and vibration. Now, this can sometimes get a bit technical when you're trying to understand the very scientific underpinnings of how the universe works. But I think I do a pretty good job of breaking it down for us non-sciencey people. And the reason I think it's so important to learn is because energy work can often feel very intangible. We end up questioning whether or not we did anything at all. And then when we see or hear about the results of our work, we find it completely unbelievable or maybe even just coincidental. But when you understand frequency and vibration and trust that what you're doing when you're doing healing work is Rearranging the foundation that everything in our visible environment is created upon, it makes perfect sense, which helps us trust that what we're doing is actually possible and actually working. Now, after that, we get into the basics of shamanic journeying, which is the method we use to interact with the spirits of the land. You'll understand more about the three shamanic worlds the upper, lower, and middle worlds. Now, the middle world is where the spirits of the land can be found, and that world is totally different and requires different skills than when you're traveling to or channeling with spirits in the upper or lower worlds. The reason that I mention this is because I've spoken with people in the past who've taken multiple mediumship classes before who have never had the middle world explained to them. They've been told that if they come across any less than desirable spirits in the world, it's a direct reflection on their ability to hold a high frequency or only interact with high vibe spirits, which is not exactly true. I mean, I get how that could be the instruction. If your intention is to channel people's loved ones who have crossed over to the other side, then yeah, when you're making those connections, it's technically to the upper world where the angels are, and where your loved ones are who've crossed over. So technically, you shouldn't be engaging with any other kind of spirit when you're tapped into that realm. But that doesn't mean that no other kinds of spirits exist, and that if you trip across them somewhere in the universe, you've done something wrong. You're just experiencing other parallel realms of existence where other spirits live. And that's why it's so important to understand what's going on in each of these different worlds. Make sense? Also in this lesson, you're going to get to practice channeling visual information with your third eye. Because while it is not critical to be clairvoyant to work with the spirits of the land, it is helpful to understand how to see things with your third eye. And most people can actually do this quite easily. It's just that nobody's shown them how to do it. So we practice doing that so that you get a little experience with what it looks like to receive messages from spirit in this way and to start trusting what you're receiving. Once we have that foundation built, we shift to working with your own personal energy field. Because it's important to know how your energy looks and feels to you when it's clear and comfortable. This is a big part of discerning what other energies look and feel like. Working in the liminal realms is a whole lot easier when you know what energy belongs to you and what energy doesn't. We want to get your field clear and coherent so that when someone bumps up against it, not only do you know it, but you know how to feel about it. And if it's something you don't like, you know exactly how to deal with it. And spoiler alert, these skills are 100% useful in our human world too. Because if you cultivate good energy boundaries for your energy work, you'll find that the people in your daily life will feel and respect those same boundaries. And the final bit of prep work that we do in level one is to get the energy in your home clear and calm. Now, the energy in your home may already be clear and calm. And if that is the case, awesome. We take some extra steps in this lesson to make things even better and enlist the help of some very special spirits to help keep it that way. But if you're someone who's experiencing less than calm energies at home, this lesson is going to get a handle on that. And I consider this step super important before we start engaging with other spirits. If you have a ton of spirit activity in your home right now, we get to the bottom of why that's happening and how to make your home your sanctuary. Now, some people like the spirits that hang around their home or think that they're not bothering them so they don't mind them being there we talk in this lesson why it's just not the best idea to let these spirits hang around. And another very common occurrence is that you may have human spirits coming to you for help. You may not realize that's what they want, but that's exactly why they're there. If you have random spirits that gather in your bedroom at night, show up in your dreams, or just let themselves into your house, there is a way to manage that to make it work for you. You do not have to be at their mercy and on their timeline. This is your house and you get to decide what the rules are. Okay? Okay. Now, this is about as firm and stern as you'll hear me be about doing this work. Because most of what we're going to experience from this point on out will be fun, inspiring, consciousness-expanding experiences. And that's why we need a strong foundation. We need to be grounded into the earth and into our own bodies Before we go projecting our consciousness into other dimensions where the roles are different than the ones we usually live in. And if you work through these lessons one by one, I promise that you won't just be ready to do this work, you're going to have a much better understanding of what we're going to do next. And what comes next is setting the stage to work in the middle world. Although we will have covered the basics of shamanic journeying by this point in the course, This is where we start understanding how to work in the middle world, the place where the spirits of the land live. But it's also the place where earthbound spirits live and a variety of other oddball spirits that you won't encounter in the other worlds. It's also the world we live in day to day, whether we realize it or not. We live in the middle world already. These spirits are around us all the time. They're the ones that are coming and going from our house or the ones you feel when you walk into a space that feels creepy. And once you know how to handle it, you'll find it far less creepy, I promise. And that's what we do in this lesson. We practice being in the middle world with our energy field safe and protected. And we experience looking around from that perspective and seeing what there is to see. This lesson will help you to have the experience of being in charge of your space and seeing how the spirits respond and follow your rules. I think it's a critical experience to have to feel comfortable working in the middle world while only engaging with the spirits that you intend to connect with. Now, the lesson after this one is probably the natural extension from the prior lessons experiences. And that is dealing with fear on our spiritual journey. Because I have found time and time again, not only in my own experiences, but in walking people through these experiences, that what we imagine to be scary is far scarier than our actual experiences. Every time I lead people through these journeys, they're usually very worried about what's going to happen when they encounter an earthbound spirit, or remember a scary experience that they had as a child that made them shut down their intuitive abilities. They don't want to open that door and not be able to control what's on the other side of it. And that's why we walk through the Earth Tenders Academy in the way that we do. I do not throw you into the deep end without a raft. We walk into the pool step by step from the shallow end so that your feet are on the ground and your head is above the water the entire time. And by the time your feet can't reach the bottom of the pool, you realize that you've already learned to swim and that there's nothing to actually be afraid of. You've learned how to hold your breath, how to float on your back, and how to tread water. You have the skills you need to get out of the pool if a storm comes, and you find that there aren't nearly as many storms as you imagine there would be before you learned to swim. Does that make sense? In my years of teaching these specific skills, people tell me every single time, I was so nervous about what was going to happen, but, There was nothing scary about it at all, and it was actually really easy. And once we get into level two, we'll practice helping earthbound spirits cross over, because if you're doing healing work with the land, you're definitely going to come across these spirits, and then you'll know what to do. But in level one, we just focus on setting our boundaries and intentions and noticing who is around us in our space. And then finally, in the final lesson of level one, we meet the spirits of the land. Now that you understand the framework for engaging these spirits, have practiced discerning between different types of spirit energy, and have a clear and coherent energy field both for yourself and your home, now we begin to engage with these other spirits from a calm, clear, and grounded space. We talk all about who these spirits are, what they do, and then I lead you on a guided journey to meet the spirits that live on the land where you do And yes, even if you're in a big city or live in an apartment, there is still land beneath you and spirits all around you who are ready to engage. So how about you? Are you ready to engage with them too? Because we would love to have you join us in the Earth Tenders Academy if it's calling to you. Now next week's episode, we'll take a tour of what you'll find in level two of the course but both levels are included when you join and you can work through the lessons at your own pace as your time and your energy permits. In the meanwhile, I hope I'll see you tomorrow for the free live event. Don't forget to sign up if you haven't already at the link in the show notes. And put a reminder in your calendar so that you can join us live. It's tomorrow, May 18th at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Plus, as soon as you register, you'll receive a coupon good for $111 off the regular price of the Earth Tenders Academy. And that coupon is good through next Wednesday, May 25th. You'll get instant access to both levels one and two of the Earth Tenders Academy. But don't forget that I'll be hosting weekly live calls to walk you through some of the key journeys from the class and answer your questions in live time over the next two months. Our first call is on May 31st. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here on the earth at this moment in time, and I'll see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.